Hey everybody, back again, another time on BDSM Noir, and I know I had a few of my uh, fans and friends uh, waiting here the rest of the story, so I got a little bit of second half, and uh, I'm trying to get to this and see what y'all think about it, anyway, without further ado, let's get back to good old grocery list. The difference was instant. While it's almost as soft as the first setting, the pulsating rhythm has changed. Almost staccato. She cleared her throat and stood still for a few seconds, allowing her body to adjust. For soft breath, Ava crossed eggs off the list. Okay, next is bread. Ava scanned aisle markers, groaning when she realized the bread aisle was by the entrance, back on the other side of the store, where they had entered. She turned to Michael. Did you make the list in his order for a reason? He simply smiled at her and shrugged, not answering her question. That was an answer in itself. By the time they reached the bread aisle, Ava had begun to feel a small sensation, almost pressure in the bottom of her torso. It wasn't unbearable, or even painful, just different. Michael reached down and grabbed a loaf of nature's own butter bread. As he stood up, his hand moved in his pocket, and the pulsing vibration switched again slightly stronger than the last setting and matching the beat of a marching drum. Michael watched her immutably as she shifted her stance, squeezing her thighs together, a concentrated look on her face. Aww. Baby girl was trying to readjust. How adorable. Michael took the list from her and crossed off bread. All right. Next is milk. It's back over there by the eggs. Ava gave him an annoyed look and he laughed out loud. She didn't appreciate this one bit. He couldn't wait to fuck her back to happiness again. She stalked past him. Her bratty side beginning to peek his little horns out. He grabbed the basket and followed her amusably again. Ava had managed to find a walking stride that didn't mat it didn't make her twitch, and was very grateful for it. Though the setting was relatively low, she was she had begun to get wet and could feel it. When she opened the fridge door to get a gallon of 2% milk out, she stood still for a moment, letting the cool air from the fridge cool her down. The coldness felt good against her skin, and she tilted her head back, allowing her neck to be chilled as well. As she did so, Michael slid behind her, wrapping his arms around her waist and began kissing her on her neck. She gasped, looking around. 
but they were alone. He kissed her neck again, allowing his tongue to graze against the base all on the side of her neck, sending shivered electricity down her spine. He grabbed her breast with his left hand, massaging her areolas before pulling on her nipples. Slowly, ever slowly, making her pussy twitch. As he did that, he reached down with his right hand and placed his hand on the pussy, rubbing the lips gently, using two of his fingers to gently gently twist on her clit. Ava shuddered and released a low, deep moan as he set her on fire. His fingers and tongue were tasting and salivating all over her like the riches of meals, like he was searching for gold. Ava felt the pressure in her torso quickly pick up in intensity and took shaky breaths. If he was looking if he was looking for gold, he was about to find it. But before she could come, he stopped, releasing her from his grasp and taking one of his pussy soaked fingers and sliding it in his mouth. Tasting what was Ava right before him. She looked at him glazed-eyed, slightly incoherent, at the sudden stop into intensity. He placed his other finger in her mouth, and she sucked on it gently. See how you taste? Like fucking honey, he growled in her ear, gripping her ass and squeezing it hard. Ava let out a small whimper, body on fire. Being chilled by the open fridge, fridge door, Michael backed away, finding the list and crossing milk off the list. He reached in his pocket and took out his phone. I think we can make this move a little faster. He pressed something on his phone and the toy insider switched over to a fast, pulsing, strong vibration that made Ava lean on the cart. That's the sixth setting. We'll split up and find something separate. I'll get the cheese, the fruit and the water, and the ice cream. And you can go get the ground beef and chicken. We'll meet up on the chip aisle. With that, he kissed her forehead and walked away, taking the basket with him. Ava tried to steady her breath as the toy jumped around inside of her. Fuck. She couldn't think. Focus, love, focus. I can do this. She said to herself with, with a resolve. She stood straight up and locked her knees and walked as slowly and gently as she could across the store yet again. Ava felt that everyone in the store could see her dilemma. It was probably in her head, but she just knew the nice mother with her little girl could see the heat coming from her pussy as she walked by. The overnight stalker seemed to look at her a little bit too long. Was she dripping a trail of juice on the floor? She paused for a moment to look down. No, 
No pussy juice trail. It was a matter of time, though. Ava could feel her pussy practically salivating on itself. At this moment in time, she didn't give a shit about him cooking breakfast. She'd be at breakfast, and he'd be hers. She felt her eyes begin to glaze over she made it to the meat department and had to blink a few times to find the ground beef and chicken she was tasked of getting. She looked for the chip aisle, doing a silent dance inside when she saw it was close. From here, she could see Michael in the aisle waiting for her. She clenched her thighs together, trying her best not to trip on the floor and focusing on putting one foot in front of the other while her pussy did jumping jacks. Slowly but surely, she made it to Michael, dropping the food in the grocery cart. <laughs> he sized her up. She won't be able to make it much longer on foot. He felt himself feeling a tiny bit of compassion for his baby girl. <laughs> Come on, you can wait in the car while I check out. He offered Ava's arm. And she clung on to him gratefully and unsteadily. He helped her to the entrance, giving her the keys. <laughs> and kissing her on the cheek. Go on, I won't be long. Ava gave him a shaky nod and walked gingerly out to the car. Michael watched her to make sure she got in and locked the doors. Once she had done so, he looked as she reclined the seat and laid it down. What was she doing? Was she touching herself without his permission? That will not do. He took out his phone and turned the setting all the way to ten. And turned around and headed straight to the checkout. I think that's all I'll be doing today for part two. There will be more to come once again. I hope you all enjoy this and once again check out the description on this podcast for my friend Danny. Uh, she has a lot more stories and would love to share them. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway... If you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, 
Until next time.